1: Hey everybody, tonight we're debating whether or not it's child abuse to teach masturbation abstinence, and we are starting right now with Diddley's opening statement. Thanks so much for being with us. Diddley, the floor is all yours.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I'm sure this will not be scuffed at all. Um, I'm Diddley, I'm a YouTuber and Twitch streamer. I mostly do ASMR. Wait, hang on. You're echoing for me. Jokes, okay. Oh, good. Okay. So I mostly do ASMR and I play video games, but I also have an interest in science, philosophy, religion, and sex ed. So I talk about all those kinds of things on my Twitch. Um, I accept the biological reality that masturbation is a normal and healthy part of human sexual development. People start engaging in it from a very young age as we come to explore and understand our own bodies. And as long as it's not excessive And it's only performed in private. This is a completely normal behavior. For a parent to tell their child to never masturbate, they are teaching their child that masturbation is wrong or inappropriate behavior, which only leads to feelings of guilt and shame, which can then follow them into their adult life, which of course can affect their future romantic and sexual relationships, as well as negatively affect their view towards their own body and sexuality. Making a child feel ashamed for what is a normal part of our sexual development is psychological abuse. It is absolutely necessary to teach children comprehensive sex education in schools since we cannot confidently rely on parents to have these discussions with their own children as parents are notoriously horrible at having the birds and the bees talk or avoid the conversation entirely. So that's it. I'll keep it Sean sweet
1: you got it thank you very much for that opening and folks if it's your first time here at modern day debate we are a neutral debate platform hosting debates on science religion and politics we hope you feel welcome no matter what walk of life you are from no matter which side you take for this debate we're glad that you're here hit that subscribe button as we have many more debates coming up with that we're going to kick it over to lp aka i hypocrite thanks for being with us i hypocrite, the floor is all yours
3: yeah, thanks, James. Always a pleasure to be here in Modern Day Debate. And thank you, uh, Diddley, for having this conversation. It's always fun to test our ideas against each other. Uh, that was a really short opening. My, I have a little bit more, uh, so I feel kind of, you know, I'll try to keep it, I'll try to get through it as quickly as possible so it doesn't seem like I'm just uh, monologuing here, but we have this idea in our culture that uh, uh, you you may have encountered at some point. Most of you have probably heard of it. It's fairly pervasive. It's this idea of sexual repression that if you try to, you know, bury your natural urges, that that's going to have this profound damaging effect on your psyche, probably drive you crazy or to the brink of suicide or something like that. I'm sure most of you have heard something along those lines before. The problem is there's no evidence that this actually exists. The idea originates with a man named Sigmund Freud, who was a raging cocaine addict and a complete fraud, a complete hack, whose methods were not even remotely scientific. This this is a guy who would like rail a giant line of coke and then write down that the reason a girl has a cough is because she subconsciously wants to suck her father's penis. And she's trying to not think about that. And that makes her cough. Right. That's not like a made up absurd example. That's something that Freud really thought. That was one of his theories. If you're ever looking for a good laugh, go to the Wikipedia page on repression and psychoanalysis. Uh, There's a big section on this page of people who tried to test Freud's theories in like a laboratory or research setting. They tried to conduct experiments that would show the predictive validity of the idea of repression. And they ended up abandoning the project because uh, either they would look at his theories and decide there was just literally no possible way to falsify what he was saying. They couldn't conceive of any way to test it. But also, even more to the point, they would constantly argue about what Freud even meant because his language was so informal and unacademic, and he would constantly contradict himself, sometimes just in one sentence to the next. He, he would seemingly contradict himself, and so these people who thought he was like some kind of genius would just argue for hours and hours about what he was actually trying to say, and they ended up abandoning the project. Another Wikipedia page you can look at is the page for... Uh, specifically, sexual repression. You know, they talk about religion and, and cultural ideas of modesty and, and conservative values, essentially, and that, and nobody's disputing that those are, are real. I don't really like the term repression. To me, that's a way of trying to pathologize civilized behavior. And if you want to pathologize something, you need to show the actual evidence of these del- deleterious effects. But What we're interested in on the sexual repression Wikipedia page is the section on research findings. And if you look at that section, what you'll see is they they only reference three things, none of which validate the concept of sexual repression. Only one of the three things even attempted to validate it and failed. It came back null, their hypothesis. So there's no evidence that sexual repression is a real psychological phenomenon that has these negative effects. Those studies just don't exist. Uh, maybe maybe Digley knows something I don't, and she has some studies waiting up her sleeve. I'd love to see it because I've tried to find it and I couldn't find it. Now, why are people then so willing to believe this phenomenon that isn't real? Well, the answer to that question might lie in a really interesting study from the late 80s titled. Effects of prolonged consumption of pornography on family values. This was like a good study design where they had a control group and then they had a group of test subjects who they in both for both groups, they asked them like they surveyed them on their values and their beliefs. Then for the test subjects, they had them every day, like for like three weeks, watch 30 minutes of pornography. I might the details might not be exactly right because I've looked at this a couple years ago, but. What they found was that for the group that was exposed to pornography, it had all kinds of like effects on their moral evaluations of things. But what's really interesting to us, and I'll quote directly from the abstract here, they found that exposure to pornography enhanced the belief that male and female promiscuity are natural and that the repression of sexual inclinations poses a health risk. So it's that last part that's really interesting. The repression of sexual inclinations poses a health risk. That's not a rational way to construct your worldview, watching a bunch of meth heads gangbang each other in a video. That's not empirical evidence that's teaching you about the the realities of conservative values. That's just porn rotting your brain and putting you in a situation where you now have this post hoc rationalization where you're trying to say oh i have to engage in this behavior it would be unhealthy for me not to do so now as for the idea that uh masturbation has is like beneficial for you i actually didn't really hear diddley push this that hard but it is something that's pushed by people. If you Google, for example, uh, you know, masturbation and mental health, the top results in Google that all come up will be a bunch of things about how it's like beneficial for your mental health. You need to look at what evidence is actually being used. You need to really scrutinize the sources. They use when they make these claims. What you'll find if they even put a source at all, most of them link to the same study, which is a study called Getting High on Dopamine, Neuroscientific Aspects of Pleasure. This is a hilarious. I'll, re- I'll tell you the first line of the abstract of this study. It says, hedonism and pleasure are one of the main goals of human life. That's a very strange uh, you know, language for an academic paper. And the whole paper is full of grammatical, letters, but what, but that's not the point. Also they don't talk about masturbation in the study at all but what they do is they say that when you orgasm your brain releases dopamine and that's it and so the people on these web pages when you google masturbation and mental health they're saying masturbating or orgasming releases dopamine dopamine feels good it relieves stress reduces cortisol therefore this is good for your mental health this is like specious and presumptuous to say the least you could Put it in any other context to see how ridiculous it sounds. For example, uh, heroin, when you inject heroin into your veins, it releases dopamine in your brain. But nobody would say that shooting heroin is good for your mental health. And the reason you wouldn't say that is because it would be wrong. And we know it would be wrong because we've looked at the mental health of heroin users and compared it to the mental health of the general population. Heroin users are more prone to depression. They're more more prone to certain... Uh, personality disorders and psychological disorders. So just because heroin shoots puts dopamine in your brain doesn't mean that it's good for you. And the same can be applied to masturbation. If you wanted to know whether or not masturbation is good for your mental health, You need to do a study where you compare people who masturbate to people who don't masturbate and then look at who has better mental health. There's actually at least four studies where they've done this. And all of the studies have linked uh, masturbation to depression, meaning that people who masturbate at higher frequencies are more likely to be depressed. I have all those studies. I can cite them for you if you want. So why do those pages in the Google results, why don't they tell you about this part? And the answer is because there's this like, there's this ideological push for sex positivity. Uh, it, it comes. It it all goes back to Freud and this idea that the real problem is stigma and shame, and that's why people uh, get angry and and become addicted to drugs and and become hypersexualized is because of guilt and shame. None of it has any basis in in the scientific literature. So. Uh, yeah, the, we need better studies. If you want to actually make the case that masturbation is good for your mental health, we need better studies than what we currently have. Currently, if anything, the evidence points the other way. Uh, I have a few more things, but I'd I, i I'd like to get into the conversation. Uh, so I'll just leave it there.
1: You got it. Thanks for that opening as well. I hypocrite. And want to let you know, folks, Thrilled to have you here. If you didn't know, all of our debates end up on the podcast within 24 hours of being live. If you haven't yet, pull up your favorite podcast app. Find Modern Day Debate. It's ad-free, music-free. It gets right into the debate. You can listen to it, whether you've got a service connection or not. Anywhere you want, listen to debates on the go by finding us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it. We're on every podcast app. With that, thank you very much diddly and i hypocrite the floor is all yours for open dialogue
3: i I have a couple questions i'd love to Mm. ask i I don't know if you want to respond to what i said you can if you want but I, i really have some burning questions for you um
2: yeah i i will just say that Um, I found it interesting, although not that surprising, that you decided to allocate most of your time in your opening statement to discuss things that I don't even think really are relevant. Sigmund Freud took up a lot of that time. I mean, this is one of the founding fathers of psychology. We didn't even know what a clitoris was then. I don't really think his discussions on, you know, Oedipus complex is really relevant today uh freud, as well ironically
3: as the, j- sorry to interrupt but just real quick ironically freud actually thought masturbation was the cause of like all the world's ills so it it is funny but the idea of sexual repression is anyway anyway go ahead sorry
2: mm. uh, also the effect of pornography um i'm not sure what that has to do with the whole discussion we had i guess well it wasn't really a big discussion on twitter but i'd love to go through the article which is the entire reason why we're having this debate that you posted sure. on twitter sure so i mean you said you have a few questions so maybe we can go
3: through the article after that yes yeah, so what i want to know is like what how do you qualify abuse first of all like what, what how do you define child abuse and I, what i'm really interested in is do you think that parent like if a parent says to their child hey you shouldn't masturbate you should exercise self control it's it's better for you to control your urges so if you feel like masturbating you shouldn't do that Do you think that person should have their children taken away? Or do you think that it's okay to abuse your children a little bit in that context?
2: I don't think they should have their children taken away from them. I just don't think they're doing a very good thing by their children. I would define uh, child abuse as maltreatment of a child, whether that's physical, emotional, psychological. So I think making a child feel ashamed for doing something that is a part of discovering yourself your body it's a part of growing up really it's a part of adulthood part of life I think that that is cruel
3: yeah well just to be clear when they do when they do do studies on masturbation and they ask people if they masturbated it's anywhere from 25 to 40 percent of males don't masturbate and it's much higher for females it's 25
2: percent did you say don't masturbate
3: Yeah, 25 to 40%, depending on the study that you're looking at when they survey.
2: Okay, because most of the studies I've seen say as much as 5% don't masturbate.
3: So that's Uh, interesting
2: you found something for 40%. That sounds insane to me.
3: Well, the, the, so this is like, usually like the survey question will be like, have you masturbated in the last three months? Have you masturbated in the last or whatever? So if, you, if you're talking about like total lifetime, it could be lower. I don't specifically know those exact details. Uh, so I'm willing to concede that one to you. But the point, the point remains that this is not something that everybody does. It's not something that is necessary. You don't yeah, have course. to do it to be human. So uh, no, I just want to know yeah, right it should be a that.
2: decision that you make individually, whether you want to do it or not, not up to the parents.
3: Well, it's the parents' job to guide the the kid to into doing things that are in their best interests and and discovering
2: I, their bodies, making a connection with their bodies. their sexuality isn't a positive thing.
3: Well, it, I would argue that having willpower and and self-control and discipline, uh, not being a slave to your passions. Not if, if a child, if a child grows up thinking that orgasms are something that are meant to just have on tap and to feel it whenever you want it, then when that child eventually falls in love with a girl and gets into a relationship, or, or well, assuming this child's a boy, at some point another girl is going to come along and tempt him sexually, and if he hasn't spent any effort into practicing self-control, he's going to end up uh cheating on his girlfriend or whatever and breaking her heart and and so the point is is that these things have real consequences down the road that children should be made aware of they should be made aware of the risks that they're running if they don't understand the value of control um would you I, I say, uh would you like to go to say through the article like on the on the issue of like should they have their parents taken away? I don't want to spend a lot of time on semantics, but I feel like calling it abusive is just sort of this like hyperbolic hysterical language. And if you don't feel like there should actually be repercussions for the people who are engaging in that behavior, then I would argue you don't really think it's abuse because if I were to give you examples of people who are actually abusing their children, you would probably think that there should be some kind of intervention that took
2: place. I disagree with that. I think there are many things that could be considered child abuse that don't warrant a child being taken away. Obviously there are different levels of abuse Um, For example, I I mean, I think it's abuse to hit your child. A lot of people use corporal punishment against their child due to a lack of knowledge around the topic, I would say. I don't think it's necessary to have their children taken off of them, but I think there needs to be a lot of educating in that area. Even circumcision, I would say, is a form of child abuse, but I wouldn't recommend that circumcised children be taken away from their parents.
3: Okay. Uh, Before we get into the article, let me ask you this. If, If a parent were to say to their kid, you shouldn't drink soda, I don't want you drinking soda. Would you consider that to be child abuse? No. Okay. But the kid might go to a birthday party somewhere where they're serving soda and then he decides to drink it and then he could feel shame and guilt because he went against the parent's wishes. How is that different? What's the meaning? Because drinking soda
2: like? isn't an intrinsic part of our human identity, our sexual development.
3: Right, but we already agreed masturbation isn't intrinsic, but there's people who don't do it.
2: I mean, I think it would be a very, very small, if not non-existent amount of people who have never masturbated in their entire life, including in childhood.
3: Well right but is there is there any evidence that 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 has a negative effect on those people that what does not masturbating that not
2: masturbating does i mean this discussion isn't about whether or not people should masturbate this is a discussion about whether it's appropriate for a a parent to tell a child that they can never masturbate
3: Or, or just that they shouldn't
2: that they shouldn't yeah
3: yeah, that abstinence, right? Abstinence. You should abstain from this activity.
2: I mean, obviously, if there is someone who has no desire to masturbate, that's not going to negatively affect them if they don't masturbate.
3: Yeah, I mean, you're just you're just kind of dodging the point here. the The point is the use of the word intrinsic, or if you use words like intrinsic and essential, you're intrinsic implying that it's as like in
2: mandatory. we are sexual beings. That's what I mean by that.
3: Yeah, but that doesn't mean you have to stroke yourself like a monkey in a cage. <laughs> like that like that doesn't follow logically
2: it doesn't mean you have to but it means it is very yes. normal if you do
3: right and you don't have to drink pepsi either but some a lot of drinking pepsi is normal but so i so i don't understand But like i said
2: drinking pepsi isn't a part of our human sexual development
3: well yeah but we're talking we're not talking about sexual development we're talking about parenting technique
2: masturbation is a part of sexual development
3: right i'm so i'm just trying to find out what is the distinction between the two and all you've said is is the the, distinction that one is sexual and so so if it's in the realm of sexuality it's abuse but if it's in the realm of just general health it's a part of normal
2: human development that is sexual
3: i i know you keep drinking soft drink drinking soft drink
2: is not in any way part of human development, sexual or
3: not. Yeah, I understand it's not sexual, but you, just calling something normal doesn't mean that you have to do it. You know, there's lots of- I never said
2: that... they have to do it.
3: Okay. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we can dr- we can drop the whole Pepsi thing. I'm not I'm not really convinced that there's a meaningful distinction there. You just keep saying one is sexual and one isn't. But we can we can move on. I have other things I wanted to go over, but you want to do the article, so let's do the article.
2: Yeah, sure. Uh, one sec.
1: Does this involve a screen share by chance? Because we can do that if you want. I can show the audience the article too.
2: Uh, Yes. So, well, this is the tweet here. And then here is the article.
1: want to remind you folks if you haven't yet and you enjoy sick topics like this hit that like button we appreciate your support
2: so this is really the whole reason we're having this debate
1: oh i can't is this, see it yet
2: this daily mail article which I, I linked it on zoom in the messenger
1: oh okay is there a way mm-hmm. if you want Let's see here. What I can do, go ahead and I'll actually load it up on my side. It's not a big deal mm-hmm. since it's not a video. Go ahead, I don't want to interrupt. You.
2: I just have the tweet up on my end, but um You can pull it up. The article. I I would just like um I just have a question about what exactly is it in this article that you have a problem with the most?
3: Uh I have the whole thing. I'm against, I'm against sex education, full stop. Parents should sex educate their children. It shouldn't be something that happens in public schools, but yeah, obviously uh, the giving nine-year-olds a homework assignment to masturbate would be the most egregious part. So
2: what was the actual assignment?
3: Oh, I I see what this is the big dunk where it's like, they weren't actually given this, this, you for somebody who accuses me of things not relevant to the debate this is the not article. Actually,
2: the article that we're debating about isn't relevant to the the debate. The
3: the topic of the debate is is it abuse to teach masturbation abstinence?
2: Yes, based on this article, which I yeah, replied so, to, and then you asked me so to you're debate gonna say you on the, it.
3: The homework assignment didn't actually tell them to masturbate, and it's a big own whatever. It's irrelevant to the debate. It has nothing to do with the topic of whether. You or just not said that the main would,
2: issue you had was with them getting masturbation homework. Now you're saying they didn't actually get the homework. I'm a bit well, confused.
3: That's no. You're saying that there wasn't actually an assignment telling them to masturbate, right? I
2: didn't even say that yet. You said it for me. Well,
3: I, I know where this is going. And oh, you're 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 mad about something because you didn't read it. It's this isn't relevant to the debate. The debate is about whether or not abstinence is abuse.
2: The article isn't relevant to the debate. No, not particularly. Th- that was the whole reason why we're having this debate was your tweet. It has
3: 20,000 likes. No, 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 no. no. What's below the tweet is a video. And you responded Uh to the video and you said, he's right. Destiny. Yes. And that's what we're debating. The claim in the video that it's abuse to tell your kids not to masturbate. You seem confused about the debate topic. Maybe that's why you didn't bring any citations to support so why, of why is it that if you want to reschedule and, and get the actual debate topic we can do that
2: so why is it that in your tweet you're saying there's a youtuber named omni liberal who thinks it's abuse if you don't do this he's scared to debate me about it what is he uh, what is abuse if you don't do this what do you mean by that
3: right teach kids to masturbate which i'm i'm making so a there, the, but it logically so you mean so you mean the homework it logically follows let me show should Should children be encouraged to masturbate?
2: I don't think they need to be encouraged at all. They're going to do it regardless.
3: Is it fine to... Is it okay to encourage them?
2: To encourage them? I don't think you need to encourage them.
3: But is it okay if you want to?
2: Mm, I think it's a bit weird if you do.
3: So, So here you see... Don't discourage it, but don't encourage it. Don't guide your children. Just be hands off. Let them figure so life have... on their own. You, as a parent, just mind your business. Don't be involved in your. What do you disagree life. with? Don't guide them. Just let them do whatever they want. Let them make the rules for how they. should What do you disagree
2: with with what I just said?
3: I, I disagree that if you think it's abuse. To tell kids not to masturbate, then you obviously think that masturbation is something really essential and good for them that they should be doing, in which case you should encourage it, if that's what you believe. No, I don't think that at all.
2: I think you should encourage kids to make their own decisions based on what they want to do as long as they are doing it in a healthy way in private.
3: Right. So that's very hands-off parenting. Just let them do what they want. Mind your own business. Don't don't guide them in either direction. No, not, I'm
2: all for guiding them. I'm all for comprehensive sex ed in schools. You you're for not guiding them. Right. I'm the
3: opposite. Uh, let me let me ask you this. So I, I'm a Christian, and so the Christian tradition of sexual morality teaches that any kind of pursuit of sexual pleasure for the sake of sexual pleasure is immoral and sinful. So, in the Christian tradition, we would uh, encourage people to abstain from masturbation. Mm-hmm. Do you, so, do you acknowledge that that is part of Christianity? And would you oh, then yeah. say? I've been there. Okay. So, you believe that raising children Christian is child abuse?
2: I believe that certain aspects of it can be, yeah.
3: Okay. What's interesting? Do you, about do you
2: think that being religious means that you can't do anything abusive to a child?
3: I, I'm not saying it can. not I'm just asking you if you think a Christian upbringing is abusive. Not inherently. There are aspects that can be. Well, if let's let's say for the sake of argument, let's assume. That sexual abstinence, up to and including masturbation, is part that that that's an inherent part of a Christian upbringing. Then you would argue that it is inherently abusive because I think, think purity
2: that, culture in general is abusive to right, children. So you think
3: you think that aspect is abusive? That's an inherent aspect of Christianity. So Christian, it's not an inherent
2: act. No, that's not inherent to Christianity it, at, it at all. That's a very it, it small is. subset a, of fundamentalist Christians
3: no no that's very very yes like, yes yes most christian i don't know if it's different in the
2: u.s most religious people do not wait till marriage to have sex they don't tell their children never to
3: masturbate that's no a very small extreme the is, what sample you to the question is what is what what does the bible say what is the actual morality it's not it's not whether or not people actually what does follow? the bible oh, say people have people have sex therefore christianity what does the bible say about masturbation sex. Christianity is very clear about all of these things. So,
2: Okay, what does the Bible say about masturbation? I'm curious. It,
3: it it falls under the pursuit of sexual pleasure for pleasure's sake. James, you're a Christian. Back me up on this. I'm right, Do you know the I'm right scripture? on this. On the, uh, what? Do you know the scripture? Can we look it up? Uh, uh, specifically on masturbation? Yeah. i uh, not offhand. No, I'm not sure that there is specifically. You
2: don't know. Like, can you look it up now?
1: I'm open to keep uh, continuing down this, you say, rabbit hole. The only thing is, just uh, if you can remind the audience how it traces back to whether or not it's child abuse to teach mm-hmm. masturbation abstinence.
3: Right. Well, I guess the, the thing we're getting hung up on here I mean, is whether mean, not... It's just surprising Christian
2: to me that you're basing in, this all around the Bible, very, but like, you don't even dodgy, know the exact scripture. She won't,
3: she won't commit to just saying that, yeah, she thinks Christianity is child abuse. She's trying, I don't. To, she's trying to like, oh, you can have think this that. like progressive, non, non-fundamentalist, non quote unquote, version of Christianity. Where Do you disagree with that? Not...
2: What? Do you disagree that like non-extreme versions of religiosity no, I, I disagree exists?
3: that you're being logically coherent when you say that teaching abstinence is abuse, but raising your children in the Christian tradition isn't abuse. Yes, I think because that's not every child incoherent. that is
2: raised in Christianity teaches abstinence. Okay.
3: But anyway, if they are, maybe you it, did. And you abuse. happen
2: to think that every child grew up that way. They didn't. No,
3: you're, it's not about what every child does. Oh my goodness. Look, so the point is, if that is part of the upbringing, then it's child abuse, according to you. Here, here's yes. the thing. There's a, there's a study. There's a study where uh, I looked at a bunch of studies on masturbation and shame and that kind of thing over the last couple of days. And I saw one where they were talking about feelings of shame in regards to masturbation. And, and it said that like, the children who are raised in religious households, about 25% of them reported that they were made to feel uh, like ridicule or shame when it comes to masturbation versus like 7% in the non-religious households. So point being that generally speaking, religious religiosity correlates with abstinence. Do you agree with that as a general rule? Yes. Okay, good. Here's the problem, Diddley. We, while we don't have like that many good studies on masturbation and mental health and stuff like that, we have an absolute plethora of studies on the outcomes of children who are raised Christian versus children who are raised secularly and the children who are raised Christian do better in all of these really important outcomes like mental health they're less depressed they have less anxiety disorders less personality disorders less substance abuse less promiscuity less hypersexuality okay you've heard this like meme of the preacher's daughter Christian households more likely
2: to have two parents in the home
3: so are they so yeah so so you're doing this thing where it's like oh well that's not because of the sexual morality but the point Mm -hmm. is if if being raised secularly has all these relatively negative comments then how do you not just conclude that that's the real child abuse i I didn't get through all the bad things that happen
2: in religious households i wouldn't say as a whole that that is a bad thing is that what you think about secular households? Because if you people grew up in really poor environments, then secular households as a whole are written off as abusive.
3: No, I, I have a much stricter definition of abuse than you do. Like you have this very like any anything that's even remotely negative is abuse. I think that's kind of silly. Do
2: you agree that there are varying degrees to abuse?
3: Yeah, I agree with that, but there's also things that maybe aren't the greatest things, but they wouldn't rise to the level of being called abuse. Something that is just like a it's a little bit negative is not abuse. Abuse is like a serious thing.
2: I know, I think when you have children growing up in households where they've been shamed for masturbating, and they grow up having a really unhealthy view of sexuality, their body, they feel they don't even feel comfortable in their own body. They don't feel comfortable feeling sexual pleasure. It even bleeds into their adult life, into their relationships. I've heard many, many stories, I'm sure you have as well, of even Christians who waited till marriage who have to go into counseling. Cause once they start having sex after marriage, they can't disconnect the purity culture from. When they get married, you can't just turn that off. Sex is horrible. Sex is bad. And then, oh, wedding night. Now suddenly sex is okay. Some people just can't switch that off and they are just mentally fucked from it.
3: But yet, not nearly so mentally fucked as the people who are hypersexualized and promiscuous in the youth. Right? Uh, Hypersexuality is an actual pathology. Uh, Sexual repression is a made-up thing that isn't real. You have no scientific evidence for it at all. You have no research findings. You're using anecdotal. There are many research
2: findings on it. I mean, even on people who experience masturbatory guilt, religious trauma. Yes.
3: Yeah, so they, so they did a study on people who masturbate and whether or not they felt guilt after. And they said to the people who felt guilt, they said they found that that correlated with religiosity in, in some studies, right? But that doesn't mean that people who masturbate have better mental health than people who don't. You understand? And Mental it also doesn't health. mean that masturbation is moral, right? If I mean, somebody, I don't think if I somebody ever commits claimed. murder feels guilt and shame because it committed murder, you don't say, you know what the problem is here? It's the stigma around murder making people feel bad. You know, guilt and shame are adaptive human emotions that God gave us for a reason. That's why we have expressions like, oh, diddly, she has no shame. Oh, that guy, he's shameless. Those are derogatory expressions Meant to signal to civilization the value of shame.
2: So, just to like be clear, do you agree with shaming children for masturbating?
3: I, when you when you put it like that, you're you're making like making it sound like you're going to be like, uh, oh, you're worthless if you masturbate. No, I don't agree with with like that kind of shaming. But telling them that that this is something they should strive for, this self-control is something they should strive for, they might feel shame if they fail to do that in the same way that the kid who drinks the Pepsi at the birthday party might feel shame because he went against his father's wishes, right? There's shame. Shame can apply to all kinds of situations. And it's one of those things where it's like some people are more sensitive, so they might be more prone to those things. But it doesn't mean that you made them feel that way.
2: But can you see how, like, there are very varying degrees to levels of shame? For example, for a child eating a cookie out of the cookie jar when they weren't supposed to eat any sweets compared to being told by their caregivers, their parents, that they can't touch their own bodies? No, Do you not see again, a difference between again, those two?
3: You haven't provided any, any like like, 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 even if you say there's research that shows that they felt shame because of the because of masturbating you have to show that those people have worse outcomes also this is really important don't they wouldn't have that problem if they didn't masturbate they wouldn't feel any shame if they just abstained from masturbation so, you you Wait, have a so situation you... where you're you're blaming the the morality for people going against the morality instead of just saying, well, why don't we look at people who don't masturbate? Do they have problems? Are they insane? And the answer is no. So just don't masturbate. Do you think masturbate it's a moral? And you won't you think it's
2: immoral to masturbate?
3: Yes, I'm a Christian. I told you that already.
2: So is a, okay, but I already
3: established not all
2: Christians are against masturbation, but so do you think a child is immoral if they masturbate?
3: It's a sin. So yes, they're immoral. They're committing a sin. They're committing an immoral act. And it's my job as a parent to try to help my children not do that.
2: So they don't go to hell, right? For masturbating.
3: Uh, I mean, it's really more the, about the answer
2: just, is yes. As a Christian, the answer is yes.
3: Well, no, that's that's like a that's you're you're looking at it as like a what are the ends of, of all this? It doesn't. It doesn't have to be about heaven and hell. It's just about are you living the way God intended.
2: I really don't want to turn this into like a God debate. So could we um, go over the article?
3: Okay, I, I just want to. I, I think we can. We're basically done here. The article. I, we already know what you're going to say, which is that they weren't giving studies. Uh, to, they weren't giving actual masturbation assignments. I'll concede that it's not relevant to the debate. It's so, not relevant so to the So then can I
2: ask you again, what is your biggest issue with the article? Because initially you said the masturbation homework, and now you're saying that that doesn't exist. So now I want to know what actually right, well, that, is your problem. That, that's what
3: the headline says, right? The headline says they were giving So you only
2: out. read the headline?
3: I'm saying that's my issue with the headline. Is the part where it says they gave. An okay, answer. but I'm asking about what yeah, your issue with the I get the it, It's the big own. Oh, you didn't read the article. You're a dummy. I brought like 27 scientific uh, citations here to argue. And you didn't case. even read the article that the debate oh, is about. Wow, he didn't read the article. <laughs> oh God, he thinks they're teaching kids to masturbate. Not relevant to the topic. The the debate topic was... Can you explain to to me how how it's not relevant? Explain to me how it's not relevant. Okay, I'll explain it to you like you're five. Okay, Please do. Uh, Under the article, I posted a video of Destiny saying that telling a child it's inappropriate to masturbate is abuse. Mm -hmm. You responded to the video and said, he's right. And I said, we can debate that.
2: Yes, but the video you posted was context to the article, right? Which you said that
3: he would agree with this the article. This is such a non-point. This is, it's, it's hilarious. It's a non I, I make like major arguments about how children raised Christian have better outcomes than children raised secular and about how there's no scientific evidence for sexual repression. And, th- and you just gloss over all of that and want to spend the whole time talking about whether or not I read an article correctly that has nothing to do with the topic of the debate. You're the
2: one glossing over the article. What do you mean? I want to get into it. I've already the conceded
3: meat. to you that they maybe they didn't give that assignment. I don't care. Oh, it's how not disappointing. It doesn't mean anything diddly.
2: I mean, you did say you're against sex ed, yes. So you disagree with what the article is teaching, even though you didn't read it. You disagree with the headline
3: teaching anal. Yeah, I'm against sex ed. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So, just so
2: you know, the headline itself, what it's talking about giving, giving children. What did it say? What was the the headline again? Let me see. So 12-year-olds are being taught about anal sex in school while nine-year-olds are told to masturbate for homework. I cannot believe this got 20,000 likes. That's 20,000 people that didn't read the article. Because if you actually read the article, you would know there was absolutely no homework where the teacher said, go home and masturbate, kids. The homework was actually given out to a school for special needs children to list areas in their home which are private and safe for them if they want to touch their private parts they were supposed to list is, places in their fucked. house how that's, is that fucked that's fucked you shouldn't be okay so now, hey, now hey, you kids, know it's your homework article. assignment
3: is to tell me the best places for you to rub yourself oh that makes it so much better okay so now oh, you actually know
2: what's in the article let's discuss it why is that bad
3: that's not the the government's. It's not the government's job to teach kids about how about safe places to masturbate. It's, it's the not. parents' job. No, 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 no. What no, if no.
2: the parents do a very bad job at it, which we know that they do?
3: Actually, well, actually, the scientific evidence on sex ed is very conflicting. There's a big study that came out a couple of years ago that found that uh, se- that teaching sex ed actually had raised rates of teenage pregnancy. So. To to say that that? the government, there's a study on sex ed in America that found that teaching sex ed increased teenage pregnancy.
2: No, it's the complete opposite. In America, in America. All the studies show that in the states where abstinence only sex not ed is taught. The
3: studies, not there the is studies. higher
2: cases of teen pregnancy and teen STDs. In the states where they have more comprehensive sex ed, there are lower rates of teen pregnancy because there are more, there's more contraceptive use because they're all educated about it, and lower STD
3: rates no not all the studies that's what i was literally just i didn't know we were going to argue about sex ed since that's not the debate topic i didn't bring the study but i'll send you the study after the debate that found that it raised uh teenage pregnancies
2: wait if sex ed wasn't the debate
3: topic what is abstinence teaching is it abuse to teach abstinence to children so the topic of masturbation in
2: children is is not a form of sex ed i'm confused
3: you're, you really like try to get hung up on these meaningless little gotchas. It's kind of annoying, to be honest. Can we just, let, why don't we just, uh, I think we're done here. I'm satisfied. I'm satisfied. Are you running she, away? Well, no, we just, we go, we'll we move to the Q&A and then we'll call it a day. Because you, you don't want to, you don't want to debate the actual topic is the issue.
2: I would have loved to debate the actual topic, but you didn't read the fucking article that the whole debate is about. Uh,
3: you guys, she's retarded. She, I can't, I'm can't. i sorry. I don't want to be rude, but she's literally retarded. I can't talk to this chick. I'm sorry.
1: This may oh, be no. an opportunity. Go ahead. I don't <laughs> want to interrupt you Diddley.
2: No, it's fine. It's fine. Go ahead.
1: This may be an opportunity to go into the Q&A. I do you want to say thanks so much for your questions? Two ways to submit questions for the Q&A. First, is if you happen to have a question, you can put it in as a super chat. Those get read first, but you don't have to do it as a super chat. If you just tag me with at modern day debate in the live chat, we'll read those two time permitting. So we're going to jump in with this first question. Thanks so much, Brandon Arlene. Let me just load this up. I want to say a couple of quick housekeeping things. Folks, our guests Diddley and I hypocrite are linked in the description that includes the podcast. So if you want to hear more from our guests, you can certainly check out their social media links down in the description box and you can hear more. Brandon Arlene says, "I hypocrite. Do you think it's wrong for parents to teach their kids about sex, or should they wait for the pastor to teach them the hard way?" I think they're referring to like awful, sexual abuse awful. scandals.
3: Yeah, very funny. Yeah, it's the parents' job. The parents are the ones who should be doing that. And so your volume did your parents a little teach you? Uh, yes and no. They could have done a better job.
2: That's interesting. I mean, this is why I'm for comprehensive sex ed, because as you just said, parents can do father, a better job.
3: Just out of curiosity.
2: Really great. Me and my parents are like best friends.
3: They, he doesn't mind that you prostitute yourself on the internet?
2: He, does he care that I do OnlyFans? Yes. Why would my father care about what I do with
3: my body? Well, you you sort of implied you were raised Christian. Is that not I true? was.
2: I'm no longer Christian, obviously.
3: Okay. And your dad's not
2: Christian
3: either? No, not anymore. Okay. As much as I enjoy your
1: interrogation about Diddley's personal life, I do want Mm -hmm. to jump to, in the live chat, folks, if you want to, you can vote right now on which side you found most persuasive tonight. If you're watching live over at Diddley's channel, or if you're watching live at iHypocrite's channel, come on over to Modern Day Debate, and you can put your vote in there. As well as, if you want, you can submit a question for the live chat. We have such a shy audience tonight. We actually, that's the only question we've gotten so far. So, folks, this is a great opportunity if you're like, man, I never get my question answered because sometimes we run out of time. Sometimes <laughs> the speakers have got to go. Is We got one. Lee Jam says, "To I hypocrite. Do you think kids raised Christian feel shame about masturbation because they are told it's shameful?
3: Definitely some kids raised Christian will feel shame uh, and struggle with that aspect. We all have our struggles. Some people struggle with this, some people struggle with other things. Uh, and yeah, obviously some parents or some people who are teaching Christianity are, no, nobody's perfect, right? So there people are going to make mistakes. People are going to teach it in the, in not the best way for the kid. Uh, that's obviously something that happens and is unfortunate, but it doesn't, it doesn't mean that the actual, teachings are wrong like necessarily right it, there, there could be issues with the way that it's taught but that's different than saying the whole thing is abuse flat out
1: you got it useless thanks for your simping says can i get a date with diddly wow this one coming in oh. from this one coming in from You don't have to answer that. (laughs) From every kid I wasn't
2: going to
1: (laughs) says how can you teach kids to not touch themselves if you are against sex ed? That is That's a great question. They say this. They say that is literally. Well, why is it a great? I'm not sex.
3: against teaching kids about sex. I'm against the government doing it. It's the parents' job. No, but
2: that is actually a great question. If you're, if, you're really if you are all for, question,
3: you obviously don't understand anything I've been. Okay, saying. can
2: you let me ask the question? So, yeah. if you are all for telling your children that they should not masturbate, that's not okay. It's immoral. How are you actually going to stop them from masturbating? Yeah. <laughs> is it? Is it just by? hopefully putting enough shame on them that they just
3: don't want to do it you teach them that it's something they should try not to do they should try to avoid so that they learn self-control and discipline you don't so what's going to happen if don't they a, don't put a put a learn that the to try to catch them masturbating and then give them shit for it no one this is so insane these these kind of things you have to imply to try to get some yeah but what
2: are you going to tell your child is like the negative consequences of masturbating if they do
3: Lack of self control, lack of discipline, uh, which will lead, which is immoral and will lead to further moral indiscretions down the road.
2: Or eternal condemnation. So, like, that's probably a good way to uh, scare them out of doing it
3: this one from captain i'll just repeat i'll just repeat again children raised christians have significantly better outcomes than children raised atheists so all this what she's doing this like oh you guys you're abusive that's not scientific i'm the one here who brought the science she's bringing a slander and ad hominem attacks and trying to act wait when did i ad hominem attack you well, your your implication is that this is what Christians do, is they abuse their children.
2: What is the ad hominem attack?
3: Is is that Christians are abusive.
2: I already told you multiple times that they're not.
3: Right, but that's again, that's not logically consistent with what you've said. No,
2: so it hundred percent is. You're, you're I can repeat like, it again. You're talking it's out of inherently both sides
3: of your mouth, which is something liberals do quite frequently.
2: I can repeat it again if you didn't understand. So Christian families, bringing up your children as Christians is not inherently abusive or harmful. There are, however, aspects of Christianity, such as purity culture, which I think are harmful and cruel to your children.
3: Right. right. I'll just say it again. Christian uh, children have much better mental health outcomes, less substance abuse, more likely to volunteer in their communities and all these great things. So uh, she wants to hyper focus on this idea of shame and call that Mm -hmm, child abuse. Because that's the topic. But but raising your kids in a way that is going to make them more prone to hypersexuality, more prone to mental disorders, more prone to depression, to substance abuse. That's not abuse. That's fine. As long as they don't feel any shame.
1: You got it. This one coming in from, thanks so much, CB. says, non-abstinence only has gone to butt plugs. Conservative right-wing sex ed is way different, and this is why the state education always corrupts because it is corrupted. Guessing is that's for you, Diddley.
2: What even, what was the question? Or was that just a statement?
1: So sometimes, so for the super chats, we allow people to make a statement, like an objection. Okay. And so they're saying basically like in a nutshell they're saying the state is corrupt and my guess is that's even though technically i don't know if you really we'll give you a chance diddly assuming that it is i mean
2: i i would hope that our educators have children's best interests at heart unlike christian fundamentalists who just keep their children in the dark and tell them if you masturbate you're going to go to hell um yeah so i think comprehensive sex ed is vital i think it's really important as well in cases of sexual abuse if you're teaching a child that it's immoral for them to even touch themselves how are they ever going to come to you for any issues they're having sexually at all
3: see again this is another myth the, the preacher's daughter oh this, destiny said the same thing to me your daughter's not going to talk to you your kid's going to end up on the pole this and that again it's not scientific uh Christian children are way less likely to be hypersexualized than children raised secularly.
2: But if they that's were, they the wouldn't science, tell you about it. Is, that's why, right? in states with higher religiosity and abstinence only sex education, there's higher rates of teen pregnancy, right?
3: Again, I have a study that says the opposite. So there's conflicting data there. There really isn't. There is. This
1: one coming in from do appreciate it. Mike A.N. says snacks education in school has literally been proven to reduce csa i think that means childhood sexual abuse i think that's for you uh let's see i don't know let's see i'm trying to think about whether or not did that come up
3: uh, uh i only just abuse.
2: brushed on it a little bit just then
1: you got it uh, and maybe
3: you'd actually... i would say that could that could possibly be true yeah and obviously, so that's then why, are you against, why are obviously you against sex ed? Well, look, I mean, look, this is a complicated thing, but like it's parents' job to do it. Some parents do a bad job. Uh if I all I can tell you is that if I was calling the shots, we would be executing like a thousand pedophiles a day and we'd have this whole problem solved you know, eugenically within within one generation of me running the show. Pedophiles are really dumb. They're really easy to catch. And we we could deal with this problem really effectively if we wanted to. So that's what okay, I'll say when it comes to child sexual I, I will say
2: I'm actually interested that you agreed that sex education I, I can possibly. lower the, the rate yeah. of child sexual abuse. How could you possibly be against sex ed if that's the outcome?
3: I, I say it's possible that that is that there is some truth to that. So let's
2: assume it was true. Why would you be against sex ed for children well, there's, in school? There's schools?
3: more aspects. There's more aspects to it. If it if sex ed first, I'm I'm against sex ed because I look at the articles like that one where they're teaching anal sex and masturbation, and it's like, whoa, this is insane. If they were just teaching kids. How to not get abused and like what is appropriate uh, interactions with adults and stuff like that. I would actually be okay with that. The That's problem with so sex ed I is th- they take it way too far.
2: What do you think the purpose of sex ed is?
3: I, this is such a stupid question. To teach, yeah, to to try to like make uh, kids have like se- uh, sexual health and hygiene or whatever.
2: Okay. Just so to be educated
3: about sex yeah. and sexuality. Yeah. So
2: we give them scientifically accurate information so that they can make informed decisions if they do choose to have sex or masturbate.
3: I, see, and see, we I know don't that trust kids you, do. I don't trust you to gauge what is scientifically accurate because you but think that masturbation is like good for you 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 deny all of the science on the negative side effects of masturbation so i don't trust you to be teaching kids about what is quote unquote scientifically i accurate.
2: deny the negative effects of masturbation i don't even think you brought up any of the negative effects
3: so so there's i have forced by the way somebody said i wasn't citing that i'm just making this up so let me actually like cite the studies here all right so A study called Lifetime Depression History and Sexual Function in Women at Midlife. And a quote from this is, Lifetime depression history was associated with increased rates of self-stimulation. Sexual functioning and self-reported depressive symptoms among college women. That's another study. Uh, The women with depressive symptoms reported greater desire for sexual activity alone, i.e. masturbation, than the non-depressed women personality correlates of male sexual arousal and behavior. Results indicate that both introversion and depression show significant correlations with autoerotic stimulation and arousal, but not with heterosexual activity. And then I have a whole bunch of other studies about uh, erectile dysfunction and masturbation or, or physiological issues for women. Like it's harder for women to get aroused if they ma- with if they masturbate at higher frequencies. So there's, there's stuff like that. There's also the flip side to it, which is like the s- supposed benefits of semen retention, which is like higher testosterone and um, higher fertility Just rates. to be sure
1: we, I don't mean to cut you off, but just because we've got a lot of questions and everybody, okay. well, I'm going to move through quick. Thank you very much for your question. Can G- I just
3: quickly say something? I just have to finish my thought here, just to finish the whole point here, which is that, you, you can't go around teaching people that masturbation is fine and normal and good and healthy and there's nothing wrong with it and do it as much as you want as long as you're doing it in private when the scientific evidence tells us that there's all these risks associated with it.
2: Can I just ask, so you said you have all these studies where people who were more depressed showed that they more frequently masturbated. Do you think that that means that the masturbation itself is causing the depression? Is that the connection you're making?
3: It's not necessarily, but it, it is, it's a very strange thing because we also know that depression lowers libido. Depression makes you less interested in sex. And it depression also makes, makes you, you
2: seek out dopamine rich activities. Depression makes
3: you less interested in engaging in any activity at all. So it is a sort of a the, the fact is the matter is we don't we don't really necessarily understand the relationship between masturbation and depression, but we just know there's a link between those things. Uh, Just
2: like there's a link for sleep and depression, but we wouldn't say because people who are high in depression are also high in the number of hours they sleep at night, we wouldn't say, oh, sleep is causing depression, sleep is harmful.
3: Well, no, but we say sleeping too much is harmful, and we do say that.
2: Yes, and we say masturbating too much is harmful as well.
1: This one coming in from do you wanna? I'm
3: glad you at least acknowledge that part. Okay,
1: cool. Mash three three three. Thanks for your first ever super chat. Let me know if you meant to attach a question to it. I didn't see it, but I'll keep an eye on the chat. Tope Soteria says she keeps saying Christianity isn't abusive, but says things that are core to Christianity are abusive, like telling Thank kids you. that masturbation is bad.
2: I disagree that that is core to Christianity.
1: This one from Gassings never. Ha- okay, I don't know if we. This is. Let me go back before I read their. <laughs> Insignificant Nick says, "For I hypocrite, why did you call Diddly the R word and run away? Did you think this <laughs> would be a walk in the park simply because she has an O F? Ostrich uh, farm.
3: Yeah, this is this is my comeuppance. I really got schooled today."
1: This one from, let me just uh, vet this one. They say, I've just got here. Has lowered testosterone rates been mentioned? Has lowered birth rates been mentioned?
3: Uh, I just mentioned testosterone and fertility. Those are both associated with uh, semen retention. So not necessarily not masturbating, but not ejaculating at all i take all that with a grain of salt i don't think that's really like that's certainly not the core to my argument those are just i would hope not
2: because if you're against you know losing testosterone through losing semen wouldn't you be against having sex altogether as well
3: uh well that yeah basically so i I don't really care about those aspects of it but they are
2: you did bring it up though didn't you
3: yeah, I did. I did note that, right? So if you masturbate to mass, at least like at least having sex, uh, you know, with your wife in a in a marriage, at least there's a point to that. <laughs> Unlike, I mean, there's a
2: point to masturbating as well. It feels great. Mm-hmm.
1: This one coming in from appreciate it. Did we get this one? Yeah, we got that one. Let me just double check this new one. That guy over there says, "What makes I hypocrite think?" That he has the knowledge to decipher the, these studies in the first place by just quoting some out of context snippets.
3: Uh, if, if somebody would, I would love for somebody to show me how I'm wrong. You know what I mean? Just but just assuming that I'm wrong doesn't make any sense. I I read the studies and I interpret them. If you want to show, if you want to argue that I'm somehow interpreting them wrong, that's fine. Uh, but that's not what that person's doing. They're just they're just saying I'm too dumb to make my own interpretations.
1: This one argument. This one coming in from I oh wait, CBZC first says, I hypocrite, could you please steal man Diddley's position?
3: I mean it's it sounds insane when you say it out loud, but her position is that if you tell your child they should exercise self-control and not just be a slave to their base primal desires you're abusing your child that's her position
1: this one from Rashad Abdul Salam says Diddley, you said quote encouraging masturbation is weird can you give a comprehensive explanation why encouraging it would be weird I think they mean, like, if it's good for you, like, why is it bad to encourage it?
2: I just think it's weird because you don't need to go out of your way to tell a child, like, hey, go home and jack off, you know? Like, they're going to be doing it anyway. They don't need any kind of encouragement. I think as sex educators or as parents, we should simply be giving them the tools and the knowledge so that they can do so safely. We're not necessarily saying you should masturbate. We're saying if you do masturbate, Or have sex here's how you do so safely
3: a lot of the education hold on a lot of the education does say that it feels good and you yourself would say that it feels good
2: do you deny that it
3: feels good orgasm yes it feels good to orgasm (laughs) yeah but is that not a form of encouragement tacitly telling telling a a kid hey if you if you touch yourself here it's going to feel good (laughs) <laughs>
2: are they not going it's to be not more likely or, to do it's it? It's not overtly you're... encouraged, encouraging them. Like I said, not, you're not, not saying what? go ahead it's and. What? It's not overtly
3: encouraging them. It's yeah, it's tacitly though. You are tacitly sure. encouraging them to do it when you okay.
1: <laughs> this one coming in from. Do appreciate it. Oh wait, just to clarify on that last one. So maybe this would clarify for them. I think they interpreted it as that you were saying that masturbation was salubrious or a fancy way of saying like good for your health but if i understand right you're saying well i'm not saying like we ought to encourage it because it's good for your health i'm saying like we, we don't have to encourage it because it's neutral for your health is that it
2: i mean i think it can be good for you it, it can be a positive thing in your life for sure um We know that it can increase body image, self-image. We know that it can improve sexual satisfaction when you do have sex with a partner. Um, So there definitely are benefits to doing it. But I think what's more important is that we should just let children decide if they want to do it or not. We shouldn't have a say in whether or not a child can, or if they're allowed to touch their own bodies.
1: You got it. This one from I Vote Kick TV says highest rates of teen pregnancy and STD rates among girls 15 to 19. Five are states without mandated sex ed, in particular, Arizona, Mississippi, Texas, Florida, and Arkansas. So I think they're saying that if there isn't the sex ed, it plausibly leads to more of these things that I Mm hypocrite would consider socially
3: ill or bad. There's conflicting data on sex ed. Like I said, I I I have a study. I'll try to find Let's it. Let's see it. Let's see it. Yeah. yeah. Keep going. I'll try to find it.
1: Rough and ready. He says, "Please ask if you have if you child, if your child has a question that you don't know the answer, how should they find out the answer?"
3: Oh, I found it. I found the study, okay. so there's a study titled, "Sort of interrupt, but there's a study, study titled The Impact of Sex Education Mandates on Teenage Pregnancy International Evidence. This is from April 24th, 2020, and it says, uh, taken together, changes in national laws related to sexual health are an unable, oh, hold on, blah, blah, blah. We find some evidence that laws mandating sex education in schools are associated with higher rates of teenage fertility. Fertility? So from the stu- hmm? Fertility. So pre- pregnancy. Fertility, same thing. I
2: don't think it's the same thing.
3: Well, they mean pregnancy. The, it says in the title pregnancy.
1: This one
2: coming in from...
1: Go ahead. I, can, I don't want to cut you short. Oh, I just wanted
2: the link to the article. It's fine. Go on.
3: Yeah, I put I put the link in the chat there.
1: This one from Lee Jam says to I hypocrite. What if the parents don't teach kids anything about sex ed, such as mine? Wouldn't you rather have education experts teach them? We weren't taught, and I wish we had been.
3: Uh, I'm not actually diametrically opposed to sex ed. I just think what we have now goes way too far. So that's the problem. I think a really basic sex ed about how to not get sexually abused, uh, which you would actually want to teach that to fairly young children. And you do it in a kind mm-hmm. of an age, age appropriate way. You know, here's the doll. Don't touch. Don't let somebody touch you here on the doll. That kind of thing. I'm in favor of that kind of thing. You think schools should teach that? I'm not in favor that? of like telling high school kids like, hey, if you, if you push on your rectum, it feels good. Like that's just not necessary. Mm-hmm.
1: This one coming in from, we get this one, Lee Jam. Dawkinator says, for the first super chatter, this is the one about the, that pastors or whatever it was, priests would teach kids about sex the hard way uh, if parents don't. They said, I'm afraid the evidence is different than, they say, Gonclaves et al. 2023 recent meta-analysis says religiosity is actually inversely related to sexual aggression. Uh, did they know that the science debunks their view? And, okay, maybe we'll let us let me just see if we've got a question for you guys per se. Janice mm-hmm. Walker says, LP talks about the wood chipper a lot, but he is on Cozy, a network run by someone who joked slash, I don't, I don't know if I want to read this. Folks, I just don't want to get into legal trouble, so I don't know what's true about Ooh. who, but I can't. Modern-day debate gets into, like, sketchy territory if we – let's see. Network run by someone who –
2: There's a lawsuit going on, it's –
1: Well, no, 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 it's not – a. there's not a lawsuit on me as of yet because I'm really careful about who we read about. I know that internet – like, the internet, usually you just say whatever you want about people, but I do want to be careful about that. Uh, This one coming in from – so I don't know what's true about that, so I don't want to say something that if the person who runs Cozy – has done what this person is saying. I don't want to read it out loud. I don't know what's true. CTO1GG says, For I hypocrite, give us the verse where the Bible talks about masturbation. Also, is personally attacking your opponent a valid debate tactic? Uh,
3: No, and I probably should have done that. I apologize. But there's also a point where debate falls apart if you can't actually stay relevant to the topic and you just want to... Get some own about, oh, he didn't read the article. It doesn't matter if I read the article or not. It's it not does. relevant to the action. No, it doesn't matter. It, it really does. It means nothing. It means nothing. Okay. The fact that you don't uh, understand how irrelevant it is, is why I called you the word that I called you. Well, I apologize mm. for that.
1: This one coming in from, you guys have such great chemistry. <laughs> this uh, this one from cto one gg Oh, we got that one. This one, new one from Doc and, Docinator again. Says, but if M is good for your health, why not encourage it? I think there's. It's like a they're pressing for consistency of like if you encourage, I don't know, uh, exercise, then why not mm. encourage M if it is healthy?
3: Yeah, well, she already admitted that she's okay with tacitly encouraging it. I I just want to say, to me, it speaks to a lack of conviction and sort of a cognitive dissonance that you have where you're like, oh, well, that would be weird. It would be weird if we told them they should masturbate, but we also definitely shouldn't tell them that they shouldn't masturbate. No,
2: I'm saying I don't think you need to encourage them because they're doing it anyway.
3: Well, you said it would be weird.
2: And to... they will do it even if you tell them not to.
3: You you understand that it's weird to encourage children to masturbate. You <laughs> At least you understand that much.
1: I'll give you the last word, diddly, because the original question is for you, and then we'll jump to the next mm-hmm. one.
2: Oh, so we're not going to a new question yet?
1: If you, if you have any last word, because the original question was aimed at you, I want to give you the last right. word. Yeah, like I said, I
2: don't I don't think we need to encourage them to masturbate. I just think we need to give them the tools they need to understand what is going on with their body um, around puberty, especially. And we need them to know how to do so safely. So if you call that encouraging them, then sure.
1: This one from Mola says, do parents have the right to sex ed their kids? and they say or is it the state's right on what basis do you make a decision like that i think that's for you Diddley, but i'm not they didn't say
2: of course parents have a right to educate their kids i wish that we could rely on parents to educate their kids about sex but as we all know they are horrible at it most like i mean probably some of you watching or a lot of you watching never even had the talk with their parents some parents just want to avoid the topic altogether because it's too awkward. A lot of people don't like to talk about this topic because it's too awkward. So I think it's necessarily uh, necessary that they have comprehensive sex ed in schools.
1: You got it. And let me just double check here. Mr. Creenan, longtime viewer, thanks for being with us, says, I hypocrite, did you ever study the APA's stance on this? In particular, they mean uh, masturbation, I think, in kids, whether or not it's... Uh, I don't know if they mean uh, teaching uh, kids to abstain from masturbation or just kids in masturbation in general. They say no. Uh, did you ever study the human sexuality studies? Did you? And they say no. And then did you ever read the Demos' History of Childhood? Question mark No.
3: Yeah. So this this is a hilarious thing where it's like, don't you know what the experts say? So the the research you're supposed to do is what do the experts say? And then that's supposed to be the end. You're not supposed to ask yourself, why do they say that? What are they basing it off of? How did they reach those conclusions? Which is when you go and look at the actual science and see what it says and whether or not those conclusions are supported by the research data. That's what I did. I went and read the studies so I could reach my own conclusions.
1: You got it. This one coming in from... You see, I know we had more that I had earlier come in. So sorry, folks, if I didn't get to write down your question. If you have a question and it didn't get asked, we've got maybe 10 more minutes. We'll say nine more minutes. If you have a question that you want to fire in and that we didn't get to read yet. Otherwise, I do want to remind you, our guests are linked in the description, including at the podcast. If you haven't yet, check out our guest links down below. You can hear more of their views, more of their positions, and also want to encourage you folks, if you haven't yet, hit that subscribe button. We have many more debates coming up, and you don't want to miss them. This one from Janice Walker says, let's see. They say, my super chat is public record. Google, Google Ali Akbar and Nick Funtas. I just, the only thing about me is, uh, let's see, they say, I don't really have time uh, to go through and like look at legal records or like look up legal convictions or whatever it might be. So I just, you know, I haven't deleted your super chat. It's still there if people like want to see it. Uh, But I. I'm not I don't like care to read something where I'm like, I don't know what is the case you know
3: some people have this weird derangement syndrome when it comes to nick and they're they're so obsessed about it that they'll follow anybody who is just a cozy streamer and try to like make it all about nick it's it's kind of sad and pathetic behavior mola Remember says nick why don't you take that shit to him if you got a problem with him
1: they say they want to know what your thought about ali is who's ali i haven't even heard of Ollie.
3: Ali Akbar is a gay brown pedophile, and my advice is to stay away from gay brown pedophiles. That's my position on that.
1: I hypocrite (laughs) going on record. Not me. (laughs) Isa Martel says, what should kids do with the hormones God created them with? Adults can abstain with difficulty, but kids can't. Do you support teen marriage?
3: Do I support teen marriage? Yeah, that was a question for you. Sure. Marriage is based. You you were just
2: going on about how you hate pedophiles and stuff, or do you just mean underage people getting married together?
3: I think that, you know, the guy could be a bit older. If if you're talking about like a 20-year-old child marrying a 16-year-old girl and the parents are involved with it and everything like that, I don't think that's... I don't think that's bad.
1: This one coming in? I, I do. Okay. Mola said that they didn't... Go ahead. I didn't want to interrupt.
2: No. Um, I just find it interesting that you've mentioned, you know, pedophilia a few times in this debate, how much you despise and want to kill pedophiles, and then you say something like that.
3: Yeah. Well, so to be clear, a 20 year old man should definitely not be having premarital sex with a 16 year old girl. That wouldn't be technically. But they should be getting married and then
2: having sex. Is that what you think?
3: Yes. Yes. That's what I think.
1: This one coming in from do appreciate it. Mola says, I still didn't get part of my question answered. Who makes the decision if it's the state's or the parent's right to educate?
2: Is this for me? I think they both have the right. Gotcha. I kind of answered this earlier. Like, I wish that parents alone could educate their kids, but we know that they're horrible at it, so we have to rely on schools to do it.
1: You got it. And then Redhammer has asked repeatedly, where is uh, Diddly's link? It's always in the description box, of course. You can find both of our guests linked below. Thanks for becoming a channel member. Gabber, Piet, appreciate your support. We do have channel memberships, folks. We don't talk about it often. We're trying to get in the habit of talking about it more often. Check out our channel memberships if you haven't yet. You can use those based and red-pilled custom emoticons to call your friends in chat, soy boy, and many other things. This one from hand one Capped Kangaroo says, I hypocrite, how much does the Bible affect your stance? but I'm definitely on team diddly.
3: How much does the Bible affect my stance? That's the question. That's right. I would say less than you think, which is why I tried to sort of downplay this whole thing of like, you're going to hell if you do this, that she, those words she tried to put in my mouth. There's, there's plenty. You could, you could do this whole thing secularly, I just happen to believe the Bible, and when it comes to the moral aspects of it, it's the Bible is clear. So that, so did I put those does... words
2: in your mouth? Do you believe that people who masturbate are going to hell?
3: You sort of tried to is is what I'm saying. yeah, you tried you tried to put those words in my mouth,
2: so do you believe that it's immoral to masturbate and therefore you'll go to hell if you're a masturbator?
3: I believe it's immoral. I don't have strong opinions on heaven and hell, okay. As a fundamentalist Christian, um, I, I, what does that mean, fundamentalist? How, how am I a fundamentalist? I don't. I don't think it's fundamentalist to be against pleasure seeking, sexual pleasure seeking for the sake of pleasure seeking. That's not a fundamentalist position. To
2: be ab- against masturbation is a pretty like extreme religious
3: stance. No. The, the problem is, is you don't you don't seem to understand that you can think that something is wrong, but not have to freak out because somebody does it anyways. You know what I mean? Like, like, just because you acknowledge that people shouldn't do something doesn't mean you go around telling, oh, how could you do that? You're so bad. You're such a bad person. You're just, it's just like, no, hey, you shouldn't do that. That's not good for you. It's not moral. You shouldn't do that.
2: Because it's a it sin, right? A and sinners go than to hell, right?
3: To, it can be a lot more chill than the way you're trying to paint it. Is what I'm saying. This
1: one this one from Rashad Abdul Salam says, Diddley, if schools started encouraging child masturbation, would you speak out against the quote unquote weirdness of the school's encouragement?
2: <laughs> if they literally said to the children, like kids like like the article that you didn't read. Suggested but it wasn't true whatsoever If they said to the kids I want you to go home And I want you to You know Graphic details I want you to masturbate I would think that is weird
1: This one from Lamb Dog Says Oh we got. Never mind that's not <laughs> Any last ones in the old live chat Skimming over here Ozone McWigo, does James have OnlyFans? Thank you. I appreciate you asking. (laughs) That's the only (laughs) time anyone's ever asked. Oh, bless your heart. Okay, this one coming (laughs) in from... Let's see. Looking around here. Oh, Mr. Creenan. Mr. Creenan has it in for you. I I Hippocrates, coming for you. Let's see. They say... I hypocrite. Let's be honest. If you really cared about this subject, you'd have studied this professionally to be able to work in counseling and actually do anything at all to help.
3: I mean, that's that's nonsense. That's preposterous. You you can't care about something unless you dedicate your whole life to it. Yeah. Hey, buddy, you destroyed me. You got me. I don't actually care until I dedicate my whole life to stopping kids from masturbating. Sure, but
2: it does sound like as the debate has gone on your stance on sex ed and the seriousness of masturbation has kind of mellowed a bit that's kind of the vibe i'm getting
3: well h- no hang on you're the one who thinks it's abuse right so mm-hmm. you're the one who's actually like like hysterical about this issue i'm the one Is who's that chill, hysterical and it's it's always been that way it, that is hysterical to call it abuse. Yeah. To, I mean, like I mentioned, there are
2: varying to call degrees. To teaching
3: abstinence abuse is hysterical. I think making. Nonsense. I'm the chill one. You're the one freaking out, clutching your pearls, and screaming that this. I sky think shaming sky. a child for masturbating is abuse. Yes.
2: Yeah. Shaming so. a child for masturbating is abuse. Yes.
3: So so don't don't, don't you know get it straight. Hmm. With that. Yeah, or? get it straight. I'm the chill one. You're the one who's hysterical.
2: You're the chill one? I mean, literally, your first reply to me on Twitter was calling me a prostitute. Your yeah. energy from the time we first interacted to now, boom. Okay.
1: Certainly have chemistry,
3: I mean, you but are, we you want are to a prostitute. Say to be my clear. Dear I haven't friend. changed my position on that. <laughs> you are a prostitute. So.
2: Okay. And
1: juicy to say the least I we do you want to say that's right well okay i'm like all of a sudden i'm so energized and i'm like this is so so i'm like <laughs> i don't want to go because i just i'm enjoying oh this top like this has been a really <laughs> i'm so
3: curious debate. to hear your opinions on it yeah james is, is it is it christian to teach abstinence or is that like crazy fundamentalist
1: well uh let's see i don't i don't really the only thing i want to jump in is i don't want to take sides on anything that you guys have debated because i always like we're all about like hey modern day, day is so neutral, consider neutral,
3: the debate neutral. you'll have to dm me later but tell i am us how you really feel
1: but i am curious about the last topic that came up is that i hypocrite endearingly called Diddley a prostitute and mm-hmm. i hypocrite or i should say diddly Was like, so, like, what's wrong with being a prostitute? Like, sex workers are... I think that maybe that's your position. I don't want to speak for you. Mm -hmm. You But I'm... So, I don't know. That's... Is it the case? Uh, This is something I was thinking about to myself the other day. I was like, are OnlyFans workers? Uh, I mean, like, if prostitutes defined... I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but it probably sounds like Mm. I am. No, it's Uh, fine. But but you would probably say, well, I want to give you a chance to respond to that. Because... Mm -hmm. Sometimes I hypocrite has been his charming self uh, name calling tonight, including calling you a prostitute. I want to give you mm-hmm. a chance to rebut or, you know, uh, if you want to call him, you know, uh, you know, a name or whatever it is. But also, I mean, go ahead.
2: If we're, if we're going to go by the actual definition of a prostitute, which is someone who gets paid to have sex for money, I don't. I'm not a prostitute. I just don't care about sexist names people call me. So I just say, OK, and
3: the, the definition on Google says uh, if you're paid for engaging in sexual activity, right? So it's not... Any necessary. sexual act. Okay. I'm no, a so, prostitute. That's the definition on Google, if you look at it. Up. Okay. And? So, well, so you agree by that definition. You, you agree that you engage in sexual activity for payment, right?
2: Mm, well, yes. Okay. <laughs> I do OnlyFans. So, so by that, Google,
3: by the Google definition, you're literally a prostitute.
2: Okay. And?
3: And you should what does that stop. have to do with That's the argument? Good. Huh?
2: Is it, what does that have to do with the argument we're having?
3: With the debate, nothing, nothing. But you nothing? should stop. You should. It's not good to be a prostitute. Why? I want to jump into
1: the, this question. <laughs> we got a couple of quick ones come in. CTO1GG says, "I hypocrite. Is it chill to call someone the R word because you're losing?"
3: I so uh, I wasn't losing. I got frustrated because she couldn't understand the basic concept of relevancy. That's not you losing. got
2: frustrated because you didn't read the article before we started this. That's why
3: not relevant. This one
1: <laughs> This one coming in from Mar Squeeze says Diddley is is destroying the hypocrite <laughs> with facts and logic. Good job, girl.
2: Oh, thank you.
1: Oh, look at iHypocrite over there. Oh, see, <laughs> He's just,
3: soaking in the corner. Well, what can men do in the face of such reckless simpery? <laughs> Tough out here, folks. And
1: 33% Done says, Welcome to, uh, thanks for becoming a channel member. Is 33% Done? Does there is there a meaning to that? Is it Internet slang?
3: What was that?
1: Is 33% Done? Is that Internet slang? What does that mean? I hypocrite. I know you know what it means.
3: I don't I don't know what
2: that means. Is that like so a white like, supremacy dog whistle or something? I'm <laughs> frankly
1: nice uh, no I, that wasn't what I was thinking per se. I, I was wondering if it was something naughty, but they haven't told uh. me maybe, maybe they'll tell us in chat, maybe they'll enlighten me. I'm a boomer, as they say, so I don't know the what's the, the mm. new word for cool? It's not on fleek anymore, is it? I hypocrite, is that what you say?
3: Oh, yeah, no, we everyone the kids love saying on fleek. Okay, this jambs. one he they,
2: cool doesn't want to say it.
1: F-
3: Fishoto
1: says LP, uh, W as usual, NJF haters cope and seethe. Oh, okay, I think that was NJF. Ref- That's uh, I know this one, I think that means Nicholas J. Fuentes. Is that what mm-hmm. it means, Must Yes. Captain Cassock. thanks for teaching me all these. Captain Cavsocks says, "Let's see." Says I, hypocrite. We'll give you. A, well, actually, hold it. One last. This the Tope Soteria says the debates on what Destiny said, not the report.
3: Exactly. That, that but was clear you related. From, that's clear, both from the title of the stream and the context of how. No, we no, went. no. You related so the just, clip of Destiny
2: to the article. You related the clip of Destiny to the article, saying that he would support what is in the article, no?
3: Right. If you wanted to debate the article, you should have clarified that before we started so that the debate title would be different from what it is.
2: Do you deny that the clip you presented of Destiny has nothing to do with the article?
3: Uh, it has basically nothing, yes. I use I use the article as an excuse to dunk on Destiny. Yeah, but they're not really re- related to each other. Saying that it's abuse to tell someone not to masturbate is not the same as giving somebody a homework assignment to masturbate. I know what I did. I know that those things are not the same. I did it anyways because I don't... We did establish expl- that there was no
2: homework assignment to masturbate as well.
3: That's still what the headline said, though.
2: Yes, but I read the article and you didn't. Well,
1: this well, one... BGFO. Comes- mister Meepus Mepus97, I think this will be our last one. I uh, appreciate you guys doing this at this time of day or night. And they say, for I hypocrite, so from what I understand, you're saying children should be taught self-control, yet you couldn't control yourself. Why is that? Are they saying you're a chronic masturbator? What do they mean by that?
3: <laughs> uh, I, I don't know what they is. Saying. I don't know what they're saying.
1: Or did they look mean at him. like he... where you were in the past? You're uh look at
3: him. <laughs> yeah. What's the word? That hurts Michael me. Hardy
1: says, I hypocrite. Explain how the article you cited about teen pregnancy even supports your argument. Do you understand it? Team diddly in all caps.
3: So the so the article said that there was evidence that mandating sexual education Uh, can result in higher rates of teen pregnancy. So it's conflicting data about sex ed. It's not super relevant Mm. to the debate topic, but we got off in the weeds about sex ed, which is why... There
2: really isn't conflicting data. You just managed to find one article over the countless other articles that show that states that have higher religiosity and only teach abstinence-only sex education have high rates of teen pregnancy and teen STDs. States that actually teach comprehensive sex ed have lower rates of teen pregnancy.
3: It, that, that doesn't necessarily like you're you're the one who's all go correlation causation it, it's not necessarily the sex ed that is the reason for those statistics that's the point
2: what do you think could better explain
3: it it could be demographic issues there's all kinds of possible explanations
2: yeah like religiosity race that that would tie I into race right could Do you be. think the more like the, I, I don't really know much about the U.S. race distribution, but what, what were the states like Mississippi, Texas, Arkansas? So, so Mississippi,
3: for example, has a lot of black people. So and I think black people have higher rates. This isn't like me just being racist. I am I pretty much guarantee if you look it up, black people have higher rates of teen pregnancy than white people. So So do you think it's
2: more likely that there is more teen pregnancy?
3: You can't draw really strong conclusions from these loose correlations.
2: Sure, but you think it's more likely that it's because of race and not because of sex ed? Uh,
3: I I would have to look at the demographics to have a strong opinion on it. I'm just saying that is one potential confounder.
1: This one from Isa Martel. Wow. Getting personal here. Say, did I hypocrite do it when he was young?
2: Oh, of course he uh, did. Everyone does.
3: I did. Yes, I have. I do don't you feel anymore. guilty
2: about it? Do you feel ashamed? No. Like ashamed? No, I, for doing I wasn't
3: it? raised Christian. So no, I never felt guilty or shame about it. Do
2: you feel ashamed now?
3: I don't do it anymore.
2: But do you feel ashamed that you did?
3: no no
1: this one no. coming in from
3: i i, I guess it, it would be i if i regret anything it's i regret that i didn't have better guidance so that i had a stronger sense of morality back then but i wouldn't call it shame but it would have been nice to have a better um moral upbringing yeah
1: there let's see, we I gotta go. We're past time and it's nine forty here and I have to wake up early. So I wish we could keep going asking about people's habits or past habits. We want to say thank you folks for tuning in. We hope you feel welcome. Modern day debate is a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. And our vision is that everybody would have their chance to make their case on a level playing field. So thanks for being with us tonight. And Thanks especially to our guests, Diddley and iHypocrite. It's been a true pleasure to have you.
2: Thank you for having
3: me. Cheers. Thanks, guys.
1: It's been amazing. So we'll see you next time, folks. I'm going to do like a 30-second credit scene where I say hello to you all in chat. And with that, thanks so much, folks. Stick around. I'll be back in about 22 seconds.